who's that peeping through your window? It's, <gasps> it's America's hairiest podcast, the Pod People. Oh, God. I'm the Asquatch, Matisse Van Rossum. Wow, that's pretty good. Uh, hi, I'm Cleveland Mosier, and I'm lost in the Squatch. And you, dear listener, you may be saying, hey, wait a second. Last week they said they were going to talk about Bo is Afraid next. But when I clicked on this episode, it said Abominable. The fuck is that? And where's Ben? Well, uh, unfortunately... Ben is afraid. Ben is Ben is afraid. Uh, and no, where Bo is afraid to tell you that Ben... Ben, uh, ben had to go back to Iowa this week uh, for a funeral. There was a uh, unexpected death in his family. Um, so uh, we didn't want to cover Bo is Afraid without him, since it seems to be... A, a very divisive film. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we decided that uh, this week you're getting a filler episode. A filler episode. Another classic T. Sinclair filler episode. <laughs> this is a T. Sinclair filler episode. Filler episode. Uh, we haven't we haven't done one of these uh, in geez in in a long time. I think the last one that we did was the Pale Door. Which was at least two years ago. So My yeah, we still stand on it. We're 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 back with another episode where we're talking about a dog shit movie that nobody has ever heard of that one of us likes way more than it deserves. I think both of us. Oh yeah. Yeah, unless I was the one of us. No, I know. I mean, I I I'm the one who chose this movie. I I like this movie. Um, it's not really a good movie. No. Um. But uh, I, I, you were you were way uh, way softer on the pale door than I was. Correct. Um, I still and, am. I, I think it's cute. And and you know, like I I would not have blamed you if you didn't <laughs> you didn't like this movie <laughs> uh, because like I, I it has a special place in my heart, but it's not a very good movie. It's pretty boring. Well, um, I didn't have the nostalgia bias on this one, but there were a couple of things with this movie that that activated some bias for me yeah it made me more i think so, you know softer on the film than I would yeah be. so we're we're talking about a, a film from 2006 called abominable uh written and directed by uh ryan schifrin who has certainly not done anything else of note um this is a it, this is a sasquatch movie it's a bigfoot movie i like this movie because i think because i saw it at a very formative time um, would have been, geez, probably right about the time it came out. Um, it used to air on Sci-Fi Channel all the time, <laughs> and I would happen to always catch it on Sci-Fi. Um, and yeah, I guess I would have been around thirteen or fourteen. Um, but help, help me out with something real quick. I thought you didn't have cable growing up. I didn't. That's what makes it. In- incredibly weird how often I would be somewhere where I had cable, like uh, in a hotel room. I-, I definitely remember watching it in a hotel room on a family vacation to Asheville when I was like 16. How about it? Um, uh, I think the first time I saw it was at a friend's house when I was like sleeping on, staying over for the weekend. I was like sleeping on the couch and it was on. I've seen this movie a number of times on Sci-Fi Channel, um, and it is, it's weird because it's, it, I, I associate this movie with another 
very different film in a completely different caliber that I saw around the same time that both of these movies made me be like, damn, maybe I love horror movies when I was like in my early teens. The other movie was the 1988 uh, Blob, which is a film that I do not want to... uh, have under the pretense of even being in the same league as Abominable. The bo- the Blob is so much better. But yeah, just like this and The Blob, there are like a couple of moments that are uh, a couple of kills particularly that are just like have always stuck with me as like really gnarly and gruesome. Um, and those have always like stood out in my head with this movie. And I always, every time I watch it, I always forget how just like slow and boring, like 75% of this movie is. Yeah. It's a good movie, I think, to watch as a youth or a distracted adult. Yeah. Like, this is not a movie you have to pay a whole lot of attention to. Yeah, there were one or two times where I did pull up my phone and I didn't feel too bad about it. Like, uh, and it's the kind of movie you can run it. I think it'd be great for running in the background. Yeah, yeah. This is is right at that level of like ambient watching. I sometimes appreciate in a movie, you know? You don't, you want to watch like fucking Titan in the background. No. You know, like that'd be insane. Uh, Or, you know, uh, The Lighthouse or Witch or whatever. Like, like, you don't want to watch any like, you know, I, I I can't really think of like too many A twenty four movies I put in the background. Maybe like Gretel and Hansel or whatever, you know. But yeah. like, ugh, even then. But this is great. It's corny. It's fun. Yeah. It's light. It's cheap. And frankly, the dead space. <laughs> yeah. Browse Reddit. Fucking. Yep. Chat on Discord. Like do do whatever. Yeah. Chat. I feel like I feel like nobody who's listening to this has ever seen this movie or probably ever even heard of it. And I'm not even gonna come out the other end of this episode telling you that this is like something that you should seek out. It's just we had to fucking fill some time while while Ben was out this week and couldn't pick any of our our like good good movies that we had in our pocket but it's like ben's not missing anything by not being here for this movie but you know this is a genre that like we don't talk about very often no like low budget tv b b horror movies yeah just mid movies yeah totally totally mid just just mid okay films and i've been thinking about this we watched this movie the other day so i've had a day or two to kind of marinate on that and there was a time in my life where, like, even maybe early on in the podcast, where I would I would find a movie at, like, this level of quality to be, like, annoying or frustrating or, like, bad. And just as I've gotten older, I think just more involved in the industry, too, I recognize that, like, a mid-film like this is still, like, an opportunity for artists to do what they love, to work, maybe not on a huge budget, but, like, just, you know, still create and experiment and try dumb shit. Like, yeah. Without without such high stakes is a, a big release, um, and sci-fi was was a really cool niche for that. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. And I certainly hold no hate in my heart. If anything, I I, I have a little bit of love for yeah. you know like this this level of movie, um, especially now. Like or, it's yeah. it's got like again like seventy five percent of this movie is like pretty fucking boring, but. The the other twenty five percent like fun. is is fun and has some like genuinely pretty great like cheap practical effects. There's some hits. There's some good hits and some misses. Yeah, there's there's some misses too. You know, this is this this came out in two thousand six. You know, it so it wasn't like in quite in the era where 
going full CG is just like outright cheaper, you know? Um, and so they, they, they didn't cut all of those corners. Uh, again, not everything lands in this movie, but it has some, it has a couple of, of particularly big highlights. Um, we'll, we'll get, we'll get to those. Well, this is the same era as like Lake Placid and a bunch of yeah. other m- movies that, that went almost full CG with the monster, you know, minus like a few close ups here and there. Yeah, I get, I haven't road. seen, I haven't seen Lake Placid in a long time, but a lot I feel of CG like... alligator in that movie. Yeah. I also haven't seen it in like two and a half decades. I don't think it was out two and a half decades ago. Or, or, okay. I don't think half, that movie came out when decades. you were five years five years old. <laughs> yeah, no, it didn't. Uh, sorry. Uh, um, um, yeah, no, no, I, I did get pretty fucking blasted before we started this. But I think I don't yesterday think was, yesterday was four twenty, baby. Yesterday was four twenty, and uh, this is so we're 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 smoking with Sasquatch. Exactly. I don't think you really should talk about cryptids when you're not a little zonked out of your gourd. Okay, well that it's important. You know, you got to get you got to become one with the earth. You got to get a little little dumb, you got to get a little cryptid. That, you know, and I I'm about it. I, that brings I love up, cryptids. That brings up a good tangent. Fuck this movie. You believe in Sasquatch? You think he's out there? I want to believe. Who doesn't, right? You'd, you'd be crazy to not. I don't know. I don't know. This movie. This movie kind of makes me afraid of of Sasquatch. Like ah. if 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 the Sasquatch, if real life Sasquatch is like the the Sasquatch in this movie, then I don't want to meet him. You learned the wrong thing from this movie. The thing that you should be afraid of in this movie is not squatches. It's urban creep. Okay. Oh. Like okay. it's it's uh it's the sprawl of civilization. It's the encroachment in of of uh man into the wilderness when it doesn't belong. That's that's the villain of this movie. I, squatches I are in there. Right. I don't think that's true. Nah, man, <laughs> that's true. The squatches. I don't think this movie really has anything to do with that. The squatches were standing their ground. But okay, well, yeah, sure. That that's fair. I that was, definitely they were in their territory. I definitely want to argue with that. But okay, so you say you want to believe in Sasquatch? Yeah. But do you? No, that's silly. I think no? I think I think uh, cryptids in general are um, a delight uh, and they're fun folklore, children's you, stories. You don't but think we have enough data now to rule out? The, the the unfeasibility of some bullshit like that. I, I God, mean, I want to believe, man. But you can't you can't use that as like a blanket statement. Like, sure, I think the vast majority of cryptids are bullshit, but yeah. you don't think you don't think that any cryptids exist. Okay, well, this is this is where you pull like okay, giant squids or whatever. Like that? Yeah. No, that's not a cryptid. Those well, we know be. we know they yeah they did, but we know that they exist now. Like we yeah. have scientific evidence of giant squids, right? And like there's. There's room for that, like on the fringe, right? I don't for think the I, most part, yeah. Your swamp apes, your sasquatches, your mothmen. I don't think I believe in like the Loch Ness monster or nothing like that. Yeah, no, I, but I don't know, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like Sasquatch agnostic, but like leaning, <laughs> leaning towards like I kind of think he's out there. Not just like one individual Sasquatch, but I mean, there's like a lot of of like unexplored wilderness out there in this country, you know, and in other parts of the world. I don't think it's like impossible that there's some kind of like large forest ape, like large undiscovered forest ape that's out there, like super small population. We think like in danger like there I I just read the other day that they spotted some kind of like 
like wild jungle cat that they thought had been extinct since like 1918 or something like that. And they just saw the first one in the wild again in like a hundred years. And they're like, oh shit, it's actually not extinct. How big is this cat? Smallish. 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 Um, like a like an ocelot. It's kind of like an some kind of like jungle cat. I just I feel like a a man or slightly larger than man sized ape living in North America would have to proliferate and eat at a degree that would be really trackable, like really identifiable. Like, no, I don't think so. If they're if they're like really small like populations of them and they ha- are like solitary and have like wide ranging territories. Also, we don't know well, if they're wide ranging territory if they're, comes like if they're omnivorous or if they're carnivorous or vegetarian like yeah, herbivores like we don't know we don't know anything. I I'm just saying I think they could I think it could be out there. I think out of all the like big like popular cryptid theories bigfoot is like the most feasible to me way more so than like mothman oh i mean mothman's like psychic and shit so yeah no like a red glowing or like fresno nightcrawlers or like any of those other ones i don't know like i don't or the Wilferber of Darby Square, or one of those like those British ones. Oh yeah, something fat. That that's guaranteed to be fake. Yeah. Um, the Wilfordshire of Darby Square. I just said words. Uh, yeah, I just made that up. I I know, which is why it do- definitely doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think there could there could also be like maybe some big lake monsters. The Great Lakes are huge, man. We don't know what's out there. Yeah. Well, we have an idea. I, we have an idea, but See, we don't. We don't know for sure. The deep seas is that's where that's where my you think Cthulhu's my out there. Goes. Um, well, old boy, do I hope not. Uh, but no, I, I don't think Cthulhu is out there because we we know who made up Cthulhu. Like you don't you don't believe in the lost city of Ralia fallen from the stars. Um, maybe it'd be kind of cool. Uh, but no, and. Going back to the Bigfoot thing, too, that, that actually brings up a good point. Like, with these cryptids, uh, a lot of them have largely been debunked from their origins. And that's another factor to consider. Like, you're looking at, like, oh, okay, you, you made a joke about Cthulhu existing or not, right? Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, uh, we can we can just say H.P. Lovecraft made up Cthulhu. Like, we have, like, a direct point of... What if origin. what if he didn't what if he didn't make him up though? What if he saw him? What if that's the reason he's so racist? Oh wow, yeah, that's, that's a very. Is because uh... he he was on a boat and he saw Cthulhu and it just like totally shattered his brain and made him extremely scared of Italians and <laughs> and Bavarians Maybe. and the and the Portuguese. Wow, yeah, it could be. You you see my my point, like where I'm going with this? Yeah, and sure. With Bigfoot. The original Bigfoot video, like oh well, that's been de- that's been debunked, but that wasn't the that wasn't the very first time that somebody reported seeing uh, what appeared to be a large bipedal forest ape. Mm-hmm. Like that was just like the first uh, photographic evidence that yeah turned out to be fake. But yeah, and actually, did you see recently that someone stabilized that footage? Have you seen that video? I don't think so. Young Jamie, can you pull it up? Uh, it's it's a it's a video of well they they took that original video and they camera stab they motion tracked it 
and mm-hmm. camera stabilized it. And it's so obvious. Like, once you remove the shake from the camera, it's so obvious that it's just a guy in a gorilla suit. It's really funny. Well, yeah, and also they found the guy who was in the gorilla suit who has said, like, yes, it was me. I was the guy in the gorilla suit. Of course. Um, um, okay. it was paid off. Okay, so so you don't you don't believe you don't believe in in Sasquatch. Well, I want to believe. Do you? Okay, you want to believe, but you don't. You want to, but you don't. I feel like what science if, has largely ruled it out, but not entirely. What about what about Yeti? Is that more um, is that more feasible to you because like the Himalayas and like Nepal is less densely populated and there's more wilderness and like up on up high on mountains like I not feel, that many people have i feel like you'd be able to see it with satellite imaging i just feel <laughs> like you would be able to fucking identify it immediately no, i don't think that's true what what are the who has satellites that are like laser focused on the himalayas looking for looking for fucking Dude, squat, those looking billionaires for are up to some weird shit okay like i don't know what the fucking they would live in, they is, would live in, in they would time. live in caves they would live in caves up in the mountains not all the time they'd, they'd have to leave to eat i mean they would have to leave to eat but like there's not like what's to eat in those i'm just telling you there's not 24 7 365 satellite surveillance of the himalayas there it's just yeah. it's just not one day there will be though Maybe and uh, but here, here's what I will say, like and I, and I think this is this is the best way to frame it is, I think it is highly improbable, but there's still a small likelihood, and you're not willing to say with a hundred percent confidence that there's no Bigfoot or Yeti. No, because that's not that wouldn't be very scientific of me either. Uh, and, and you know you know what has started to sway me more recently. Is the shit about the missing four one one? Have you looked into any of that stuff? I think you've mentioned about it, it. Yeah, yeah. I've I went down a bit of a tangent recently over this stuff, and it's largely headed by people I would consider to be crackpots. But the information that they are combing through, I I would see largely as legitimate. So to explain, the missing four one one are circumstances in America's national parks where people have gone missing under really weird fucking circumstances and i'm not an expert on this or not all that well researched i've just watched some youtube videos but there is some weird shit there where like there were accounts of like toddlers vanishing and reappearing like way further from like where they could have traveled you know like clinging onto trees in the middle of the swamp dry and stuff like these are like real world accounts that make absolutely no sense to cap my my bit so we can move on you say Um, you think these things are bigfoot um, I think, uh, I don't know, uh, fucking could be. dimensional crossover, fucking weird, you know, they fell into the fucking back rooms. I don't fucking know. What him. if Bigfoot lives in a parallel dimension? Maybe that's why he's been so hard to find. What if just like every now and then a Bigfoot just kind of like pops into our dimension and everyone's like, ah, oh, shit, there he is, his Bigfoot. That's why he's so blurry. Oh. That's why all the pictures of him are so blurry. <laughs> like the, the Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg was right. Bigfoot is blurry. There's a large out-of-focus monster roaming the countryside for real <laughs> because he's from a different dimension. <laughs> Enter the Footiverse. Oh, wait, no. We've cracked it. Yeah. We've cracked the case. We need a better name because the Footiverse sounds like some uh, weird... I was just going to move past that, yeah. but... Um, well, we've we got to have a name for it. What's Squatchverse. The, the Squatchiverse. That's good. Yeah. Okay. It's like the Spiderverse. Yeah, enter the Squatchverse. Enter the Squatchiverse. Uh, I like it. All right. So, 
Abominable, the movie. Yeah, let's actually talk about, about the film here. To talk okay, about. yeah. Um, <laughs> not going to be too difficult. No. Um, so this movie is bizarrely uh, basically just rear window, but what if the murderer was Bigfoot? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's like watching the whole time. He's you know. So yes, narratively, plot wise, we've got our our protagonist Preston Rogers, who uh, is returning to uh, his cabin, his like summer cabin home up in the mountains in the little town of Flatwoods. Um, for the first time after an, a rock climbing accident six months prior that killed his wife and left him uh, in a wheelchair. Uh, he's sort of being forced by his doctor to go back up there and confront the bad memories. So he's accompanied by the worst nurse in the world, uh, who's Otis. Otis, who's a very antagonistic character. But uh, he's up there, and uh, this group of young women shows up at the cabin next door. They're there to party, celebrate a bachelor party. One of them's getting married, and uh, gasp. Sasquatch attacks. I will say, great premise. Missed opportunity that the girls didn't order a stripper to show up who could be murdered by the Bigfoot. That would have been a great sequence. Yeah, like he's he's at the door and he like rings the doorbell. The girls are already hiding. They're like, no, no, get out of here. Oh no! See, I'm thinking this is actually the first appearance of Bigfoot, where the uh, st- the stripper shows up. He starts he, in the door. Well, he rings the doorbell, and then Bigfoot comes up behind him and kills him. And the girls open the door expecting to see the stripper, and it's Bigfoot. Oh man, that'd be great. We're now and Bigfoot's hog is hanging out, and it's huge. <laughs> and he laughs at the stripper's tiny pee pee by comparison. Yeah, and then and then he eats his face yeah yeah pretty um, great um yeah i like i like this i like i think it's good um uh it's not in the movie but it's solid uh so one so thing yeah character in the wheelchair watching the people across the way which and it's uh, pretty funny because they're trying to do a rear window but uh the the house isn't like a city block away it's it's like driveway. right, yeah. It's a, the, the driveway away. It's a yeah. driveway away, so they're not that far, like fifty to one hundred feet max. He can. It's it's great. the The audio is super inconsistent. He can like easily hear what they're like talking about in the house next door, but they can't hear him when he starts like shouting like, "Hey, there's a Bigfoot!" Like, needs, get like, get out of the house. Yeah, yeah. He, he needs these huge binoculars. Um, yeah, but the houses are literally just, like, right next door. <laughs> yeah, like, like they try and hide it, because we never actually get, like, a, I don't think we ever get, like, an expository shot with both houses. Not really, yeah, no, but you can... they were trying, they were trying to hide it. But you can, but you can tell, because, like, yeah. these are just two, like, actual houses, like, they were filming on location somewhere, these are just, like, two actual houses, they're just, like, sitting right next to each other. But, yeah, so, rear window, but with Bigfoot... Another thing that I I like about this movie is that as kind of uh, stupid and unmemorable as it is, it's just chuck full of character actors. Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, he's in it. Lance Henriksen. Both have great little bit parts. Obviously wish there was more of them in the movie. You always do. 
Um, but really nice to see them. The main guy, Preston, is, I gotta look up the actor's name, I had it pulled up a second ago, um, Matt McCoy, mm. who, uh, I know primarily Seinfeld heads will know, uh, him as Lloyd Braun, uh, George Costanza's childhood nemesis, mm. uh, who has a, a, a mental breakdown and has to go to, uh, uh, the insane asylum. Um, not the only Seinfeld alumnus in this movie either. The hits continue. Uh, Phil Morris has a tiny part uh, as a sheriff's deputy, uh, and Seinfeld heads will know him as Kramer's lawyer, Jackie Childs, um, who is one of my favorite recurring characters in Seinfeld. Not much of him in this movie, but there is a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Most so- of the cops didn't get a whole lot of use. No, in this movie. I, well, I mean, that does kind of the whole, the whole point too, isn't it? Like they keep trying to, the, the fucking phone line gets cut because the Bigfoot pushes the, the pole over. So he has to send an email to the police. <laughs> By a satellite. <laughs> yeah. Because the, because the, the computer is connected to the satellite, not through the phone line. Of course, this isn't dial up. It's 2006, Six. man. Yeah. Um, the times. Yeah. So he, uh, <laughs> I love it. He just, he knows the email, the, the email address for the police police department just yeah. like off the top of his head and he emails it was like, it was like Hill the, at the, the flat flatwoods pd at uh police dot bing i don't know and he's like please help the girl next door has been taken by some sort of dot 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 creature <laughs> Send help. Send. Send. <laughs> and then the police, the, you know, they get, they print it out. He hands it to the sheriff. And he's like, Preston Rogers, isn't he that, uh, that loser with the hot wife who fell off the, who <laughs> fell off suicide rock six months ago? He's probably, he's probably just off his fucking rocker. And then they don't show up until the end after. Yeah, it's a shame because I, I've always seen the cop slash park ranger as the natural enemy of the sasquatch like, of course aesthetically like they pair very nicely you're out in the woods yeah, yeah. the they're, park they're, the park ranger the, is is the sasquatch's nemesis they for are sure the, they yeah. are the paladin of the forest yes and uh <laughs> correct and then uh much like a uh you know the the a vampire hunter and a vampire yeah. story you gotta have then then helsang you know you've got to have a van helsang and that's mm-hmm. The park right, the, and that's Carl, the park ranger. That's the the noble park ranger. Yes, yeah, an expert. And there the just world. is there just isn't one of those. No, they don't show up until much too late, very yeah. end of the movie. Um, and uh, that's okay because what we do get is pretty fun and great. Um, well, because I think also like once you add a bunch of guns to the equation, then Bigfoot is no longer such a scary enemy. Because mm-hmm. I mean, he is just a he is just a big, just a big ape. Big you know, and you can you can put one of those down with with, with some bullets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So there's like not much that can really be done with in that respect, I suppose. But other people try with bullets. And that's why that's why this movie is centered around a crippled man in a wheelchair and a bunch of useless women. Yep. Oh well, yeah. Movies words, yeah. Not ours, but uh, yeah. <laughs> the use of Jeffrey Combs. Let's talk about that. Yeah, you know, he's great. I wish, I he's, wish we could have gotten more of the cops. 
He's or, a big or one of the character actors. He's Jeffrey a big Combs highlight. Jeffrey Combs is. He, yeah. I like to think that Jeffrey Combs just showed up on set and all that crazy garb. Like Jeffrey Combs is such a great and goofy and campy character actor to this day. He's still doing great. I always get really excited to see Jeffrey Combs. In yeah, same with Lance Henriksen. Yeah. Most recently, he's in like I think the second episode of the Shutter Creep Show series. Also one of my favorite characters in Star Trek. But like he's he's a hoot. In this, he is a crazy gas station attendant with. Uh, I don't know the character's name. I've never seen Trailer Park Boys, but he's got those big Trailer Park Boys glasses. A I big think that old trucker cap. I think the character is, I, is called Bubbles in Trailer Park cool. Boys. Yeah, he's I haven't got seen big much Bubbles of glasses, a, tr- uh, a trucker cap, and an oxygen feed yes. under his nose, and he's chain smoking like a motherfucker. So yep. like it's it's just great. It's it's all of the stereotypes just fused in together. He's just he is. Like, he literally, especially with the big bubbly eyes, looks like a cartoon character. And it's great. It's it's delightful. And his he's putting on a really thick, silly accent and, you know, really just capturing the camera like anyone else on screen. Even Lance yeah. Hendrickson, by comparison, kind of falls back a little bit until he gets his nice monologue. I was going to say, um, Lance Henriksen's a very, yeah, very cool. different kind of character actor. He plays the same kind of character that you expect, you know, as more of like kind of a like a hardened uh, sort of roughneck. His usual character, you know, yeah. plays a similar character in Pumpkinhead. And yeah, all the rest. I mean, but... cer- certainly one of the the best scenes in this movie is uh, them out in the forest trying to to find the Sasquatch yes. uh, with the farmer from the very beginning uh, mm-hmm. who got his, uh, his horse and his dog killed by, by Bigfoot in the opening scene. Yeah. And I, I like, I like and that, that farmer guy is like, I think he's a character on like law and order or one of those. He's been, uh, Pro- uh, yeah, he's got, he's got a kind of familiar face. Nothing I've seen him in. Cheerleaders but... dad in, uh, heroes. Oh geez. That's could be, a, I could that's be wrong about life. that, but it feels right. I don't think I've seen heroes since like 10th grade of high school. So yeah. I when it aired, I, yeah. yeah, no reason to go back, but I do really like that scene where they're sitting by the fire and Lance Hendrickson gives his little monologue about the Darwin. Oh Awards. yeah. The Darwin. And like a guy who like glued his hands to a rhinoceros's ass at the zoo and was killed by just like it, the rhinoceros like shitting all over him and running around. That was good. Classic Ace Ventura bit. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really is and just uh you know hendrickson like again just chewing the scenery as well and so like jeffrey combs and lance hendrickson on the same screen just both being goofy character actors was great it's hendrickson by the way uh, you yeah. keep saying hendrickson your i owe him respect you know uh uh hendrickson not hendrickson not hendrickson no, so it's not it's not it's not like the gin no okay that's hendrix gin yeah yeah it's not that. It's not Hendrix Jin. It's no, Henderson. It, yeah, yeah, Harry and the Hendersons. Henderson. Oh, wow, we've come full circle. <laughs> yeah. Speaking Incredible. of Sasquatch films, I remember in high school you had a like an unopened DVD copy of Harry and the Hendersons oh, on yeah. your desk for like years. You know the funniest part about it? Still never seen it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said, it was unopened. I just remember it sitting on yeah, your desk well, for, for my years. Birthday. My buddy David gave it to me as a gift and he's like this movie's terrible but because i gave it to you you have to watch it and i just let it sit on my desk for years 
and never watched it. I'm sorry, David. I yeah, the, I really well, that, that's not, not how it works. Just because somebody gives you a movie as a gift does not mean you have to watch it. Yeah, I, well, clearly, I never did. Um, yeah. but we're still friends, you know. Uh, talking to your friend, day. yeah, your friendship survived the <laughs> survived not, not watching not gift. watching Harry and, and Harry and the Hendersons. Why? Well, I, I looked at the cover and I feel like the cover is everything you need. But hey, John Lithgow. Yeah, but. I don't know if John Lithgow can can save whatever the fuck that movie is. Um, I have seen the end sequence that apparently is actually pretty sad. Oh, where they're telling him to go, go into the forest. Yeah, and they have to pre- they have to pretend like they don't love him, so they'll get he'll get him to go away. We hate we never wanted you anyway. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Then the movie ends there. Like it's sad. It's, well, they uh, they had to do it for his own good. Yeah, I'm sure he eventually finds happiness, but you, they could have shown. That. He doesn't find happiness. Actually, this is a sequel to Harry. Oh, <laughs> this was Harry. This is what happened, what happened to, to Harry. They he went out, kind of similar. He went. Yeah, he went out and. Yeah, it, the 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 Sasquatch in this movie is Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. After he went out into the woods and found uh like uh, a gold like, gym. No, I was gonna say like a like a uh, like a hillbilly like meth lab. Mm. And he got really like he turned into a meth head. He got the fu- he got the ripped. big fucked up teeth. I mean, he was he was ripped in Harry and the Hen. Bigfoot is yoked, dog. Yeah, but he is yoked. Bigfoot is fucking strong. Yeah. But this one, he's got the like big nasty like tombstone teeth. I like a long the tooth. yellow eyes. Yeah, but he's not old. He's not long in the tooth, but he's got those long teeth. Yeah, long but teeth. I, I really like teeth that are too long uh, on monsters. Yeah, I, I enjoy that. Uh, honestly, I I even though it is just like a guy in a suit, I really like the Sasquatch design in this movie. Yeah, well, he's he has an apparent mustache. Yeah, um, not the guy in the suit, but the the monster yeah, yeah. himself. Like it's. You know, because he's got those, like, clear cheeks, like, very clear cheeks, like, there's no hair on him, so he does almost look like a super hairy trucker or something. Well, I mean, it's, it, yeah, he's not, you and the know... the mustache also looks like it's been trimmed, which is funny to me, like, it, it, it's great. Like, yeah, you gotta a... keep, keep it out of your mouth, you gotta trim the mustache, otherwise it gets in your mouth while you're yeah. eating. And it's, like, it's, like, pretty clean, uh, which makes it even funnier to me. I like the mustache, because it's, like, it, it blurs, it blurs the line, you know, it makes him... Man. Man, ape, you know, um, but yeah, he's got those, those big fucking nasty teeth, um, I do always notice, uh, that the eyes specifically seem to be CG, they've got, they're kind of like a, like a softly glowing, yeah, and like the pupils move, but like, it's like, I, I mean, I feel like it's... Subtle? No, don't say subtle. No, especially not in those scenes where like subtle you just is see subtle is gener- subtle is generous. Subtle is generous. I don't think it looks terrible. Well, but... it's like his eyes are like actually glowing, like he's a robot, mm. and that's that's kind of weird. Like we always see his eyes from the darkness, and like they're unnat, they're like just artificially lit by themselves. I don't think that's. I don't think it's too over the top. It's. I think it's believable that they'd be like. Eyes that like reflecting like a light source, you know. Well, they're not reflecting; they're generating. There's a difference. Eh. Like, and they're they're doing that. It's cool. It's fun. I wouldn't change it. It's cartoony. It's fuck. Uh, like, yeah, make the eyes glow. Who cares? Don't don't think about it. Uh, it's Bigfoot. Um, glowing eyes are fun, but 
No, the shots where he's looking at the trees are pretty silly to me. I think he's at his best when we can see him in full. Like, this is not one of those movies where less is more. I think this movie does a pretty bad job of doing less when they are trying to not show the monster. I think they do a, a, a poor job of it. Uh, when we first see him, like, in glimpses in the trees, his scale is completely different. The The scale is inconsistent. Wildly, um, yeah. They, they will, like, routinely have him, like, fully looking in, like, second-story windows on the houses, which would, you know, have him be, like, 12, 14 feet tall, but then, like, later he'll just, like, walk through a door into the house, you know? It's yeah, like, like, yeah, the, like the scale the scale is, is wildly inconsistent. Um, I, I don't totally agree that, like, the subtle... Like, that, like, the, the not showing him doesn't always work. Like, it... It definitely, like, yeah, like you said, the, the scale is inconsistent, but there are a couple of, of moments that I like. I kind of like the, where the one girl early on, like, goes outside to, like, take her her call to argue with her boyfriend on her cell phone or whatever, and Preston is watching her, and then he, like, has to, he gets distracted by something, and, like, in the background out of focus like you see like the shape of the squatch like grab the girl like off camera um i think that's pretty good honestly the worst part of that scene is like the terrible like day for night because they're like trying to make it be like the evening because they're like transitioning into night but it's still just like full daylight with just like a blue filter slapped over it and like the brightness turned down that looks terrible. That shit never looks good. Thankfully, the rest of the movie is like at night, night, and they don't do day, they don't do day for night. Thank fucking god. They just have like a lot of sourcey light, which like I'm totally fine with. Uh, yeah, like I, especially in a movie like this, I think I feel like in pull up a car, use its headlights. I don't. Give I a f- shit. Yeah, I feel like today, like people are way too like sensitive about like overly sourcey light sources in movies like it looks great i want to be able to see shit yeah we talked about this with fucking cocaine bear you know a few weeks Mm. ago like that final scene is just like so dark it's like just blast a fucking spotlight through the trees and at least at least this movie isn't afraid to do that um you know got lots of fucking just like obvious uh fog machine just off camera you know, adding some some mist for some atmospheric perspective. You know, absolutely. I like these things though; they're not realistic, too. but I, I it's agree. a it's a movie. Like, like <laughs> give give me some direct lighting and clear framing where I can see what's going on, and uh, I love that shit. And that's why I hate Skinamarink. <laughs> I know that's an unfair comparison. That's to- that's silly. completely unfair. But, uh, no, I'm with it. And also, in like the kills in this movie had me wanting. They have me wanting more, um, not for a lack of anything else, but just, like, I just, I really want, I would really love to see, like, an A24, um, I mean, fucking even, like, a Blumhouse, I don't really care, like, movie that's, like, set in, like, fucking the 1890s with a Bigfoot. That would be cool. Like, you know, do some, like, period dialogue. I don't. I'm not talking, like, going as far as The Witch when it comes to, like, classy filmmaking. Like, 
but do get a little period piece with it. Get like get some character like back and forth intrigue, like something like um. You want you want uh, the Ra- revenant. You, you know? want Ra- with a squatch. You want ravenous, but with a sasquatch instead of a wendigo. Yeah, that movie is cool. I haven't seen it. Yeah, we we've covered that on the podcast. Uh, I think in the the interim before before you joined sure, officially, um, it's good. You should check it out. You would like it a lot. Yeah, dope. Because um, yeah, like that. That's what I would really love to see is like something with like a really nice, clean, modern camera where you can get those like western shots of like guys like trappers, you know, and shit like yeah. carrying big rifles and. Oh, uh, do a fucking with, like, a nasty eye gleam. A fucking gold rush, California gold rush movie oh, with that's Bigfoot. perfect. Yeah, yeah, avarice. You know, big feet. It's perfect. I don't don't ask me to explain what I mean by that. But like, I know, I know. I don't need to ask. I know what you mean by it, that, yeah. and I'm on board. Yeah, that's it. That's I would it. I would uh, buy a ticket to that movie. Yeah, let's let's try and uh, let's start a script. Let's start shipping it around. I, I think uh, let's do. I think I think there's a like, I think like, there's a bear is big right now. Let's do a big squatch there, movie with a big budget. There's a dearth of of good Bigfoot movies. This this is not one of them, but it's close. It's close. This is probably this is probably my favorite Bigfoot movie, oh, yeah. <laughs> which again, not saying a whole lot, but yeah. well, weirdly enough, I actually watched two other like sci-fi original like cryptid movies recently of a similar budget and vein. One being this is a short aside, but one one being called uh, like I think it's called Axe Giant, and it's <laughs> it's it, awesome. oh, it's even better. Wait, guess what it's about. Paul Bunyan? Yeah. 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 It's like a big caveman Paul Bunyan. Does um, he does he have Blue the Ox? Blue is really central to the plot. Excellent. And then like it starts with Blue being killed in like the era oh, and of that's Paul what, Bunyan. And that's what sets him on his quest for revenge. Murder quest. And he's so he murders a bunch of people. And like he Sick. is done with a guy in a suit, but they superimpose him to make him look huge. But it's still a guy in a rubber suit, so there's some cute stuff with it. That's the other good. one was called Ogre, and it was really fucking weird. It had like a pretty like a lot of recognizable faces and mm. character actors in that one too, but it's about like a, a city, a settlement in the in the woods that uh, um, has been there forever. Like they all live forever. It's like a, a weird village thing where the super, but the supernatural stuff is real. And mm. the only thing is, every once in a while, they have to sacrifice someone to a big stinky ogre. That sounds cool. It sucks. Oh. The ogre is yeah. the CG and looks oh, no. terrible. Oh, so it's, also it's super long. They it's, just did it. Like, it's like like over two hours. They did a like, Children of the Corn. I've never seen Children of the Corn. It's bad. Yeah, but it's kind of that premise wise. It's kind of similar. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So did you did you read did you read World War Z? Yes. Not the movie. You did. Um, the survival Guide. Yeah, uh, what's that? Max Brooks, is that the author's name? A few years ago, he wrote a new book, uh, a a Sasquatch book, called Devolution. And I read it, and it was awesome. I loved it. He's pretty fun. Yeah. He's a fun author. Is it like a is it like a guide kind of like his other one? No, it's like uh, it's really like how he does that. It's like the it's like the narrative version of. like found footage, kind of. It's like diary entries. Um, like, I love those old like wilderness survival books. Like I've I've read a bunch of those, like the Army Survival Guide and like other ones like that. I I really love those like old old timey like nineteen fifties diagrams yeah. of like how to start a fire and that kind of stuff. And it's 
And no, there's something really like, gratifying about like like looking through that stuff and absorbing that knowledge I'll never need. I, I just I think that aesthetic could work really well. This is not that. It's like a it's it's like a series of diary entries. It's about like a like a super small like self sustaining like sort of hippie commune community, um, like out in the commune community. Yeah. Wow. Um, uh, in like Washington or something and Mount Rainier or wherever that is, Washington, Oregon. Yeah. Yeah, Mount Rainier erupts. And, uh, so like they get stranded up there and the eruption drives like a, uh, feet out of the mountain. Yeah. Awesome. Into the path of this community. And so they have to like defend their commune Dude, from, cool. from a, like a, a tribe of uh, nasty, nasty Sasquatches. I, I hope that gets adapted. It's awesome. I, it's really good. <laughs> I hope that gets adapted. That's a great premise. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super on board. Uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's see it. I'm ready. I think it's time. I think people... I, I hope we do. Bigfoot resurgence. Yeah, let's do it. I I, I, I hope to see that. And I, and I think that, like, we're ready. Like, we're starting to get those 2000s era kind of films back. People are getting less cynical, I think. Um, I think we're, I think we're, we're ready for... I think we're ready for a Bigfoot renaissance. Yeah, dude. Movies are back. Yeah, movies are back. Um, Bigfoot is back. Bigfoot, Bigfoot better be back. Um, to look I, I way Bigfoot back to what you were saying... About the kills. Yeah, 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 we gotta talk about the kills. I I think the kills are largely a big highlight of this movie. I think... I, I wish they were better dispersed throughout the film. I think that that's a big problem with why, like, such huge sections of this movie are just, like, so boring. Because... No, there's no kills, yeah. No yeah, action. there's, there's, yeah, there's, there's no, well, because it's trying, it's trying to do the fucking rear window thing, you know, it's trying to be like more of a tense thriller, but it's like, come on, no man, this is a fucking, this is a fucking sci-fi channel Sasquatch monster movie, like, give me more of that, because like it has some really like that's the stuff that like really imprinted on me the first like couple of times that I saw this and like made it memorable for me, like. The the girl getting out of the shower and the Bigfoot just like reaches through the window Kong and grabs style. Yeah, Kong style and fucking like snaps her fully in half, like pulling her out the window. Yeah, that's great. Fucking awesome. Um I like when Lance Henriksen finds the uh the first girl who got taken like in the, the Sasquatch's lair in the cave early on, and she just has like an enormous bite taken out of like her stomach and like her guts are just like spilling out. That shit is fucking awesome and gnarly. Uh, the one you missed cause you were looking at your phone, which I really like is once the Bigfoot gets <laughs> in the house and there's a girl upstairs in the room and the Bigfoot is d- in the room directly below her. And we're seeing this through the binoculars as, as our wheelchair protagonist is watching this all happen. And Bigfoot just reaches straight up through the ceiling and pulls her down and just like takes a big bite out of her neck. Fantastic. It's like, I will say uh, in, in fairness, uh, we were watching it on, uh, on freebie with ads. Yeah. So uh, like, yeah, I was just going to be looking at that was, yeah, yeah, that was immediate. It was immediately after an yeah. ad break. Uh, yeah, ad break. The ad breaks were badly timed. But you know what? Honestly, um, kind of uh, 
overall improved the experience for me because it took me back to the feeling of watching it on Sci-Fi Channel. Right. Which is then full of ads, you right, know, because yeah, it's on true. cable. It's full of ads. Uh, it's yeah, like, those, those other movies I mentioned uh, a moment ago, uh, Ogre and Axe Giant, those are on Tubi. And it's the same. Tubi, Tubi has a, a great selection of movies like this. Yeah, you want to talk about Dirths, man. They have, like, a whole collection. Like, they've been getting a lot of stuff that, like, HBO's been, like, throwing in the bin lately yeah. that I still wanted to watch. So I've been, I've been heading over to Tubi. Um, Tubi uh, is a surprisingly good selection. I just watched the whole uh, subspecies series over there. Those movies are fun. Yeah, it's like, um, it's all free. You can just set up an account and... Just yeah, yeah, I mean... Them. They have ads, yeah. but, you know, fuck it. Like, it's... Tubi, in my opinion, has replaced what Hulu originally was. Yeah, it used to be that you could watch movies, TV shows, or whatever, but with ads. I mean, you still can. On Hulu. that's still what Hulu is. But yeah, you have to like pay for it and like set up an account and shit. It's all. Oh, you you mean for doing that for free? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Hulu is still that, but you have to pay, pay for, for it, it now. Yeah, yeah. you don't. Like fuck it. Um, yeah. So true, true, yeah, true. Shout out to fucking Tubi and like other. Tubi's and, got and this... a much larger library than Hulu does too. Yeah, and it's all mid-level schlock with yeah. occasional like gem like they've got a few good movies yeah yeah yeah. um uh we are not sponsored by tubi no yeah but they i mean mean, really all i have to say is they have beyond billy factor fiction with jonathan frakes dude hell yeah and like that's we've been watching a lot of that lately too you could you could guess like which ones are or aren't and there's no logic to it they'll be like yo this guy saw saw a ghost we made it up (laughs) or no he'll be like this guy saw a ghost totally happened (laughs) There's a lot of that on Beyond Belief Fact Fiction. Funny as shit. Um, so, anyway, going back to the kills. Jonathan Frake should have been in this movie. He should have. I mean, Jonathan Frake should be in every movie. I love him. But, uh, yeah, this this was, uh, was a lot of fun. I really like, of all the kills, my favorite is when uh, one of the girls like runs out of the house and she tries to get into the car. And she gets into it, but he flips it over. So she gets out right beforehand. And he picks her up and... Um, but actually, that's the one where he stomps on her, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Doesn't yeah. She she trips it. No, in she, someone's face. That he does that to Otis. That's the best kill. That's okay. The that's the one. that's the most memorable one. The that's one, the one that has like big time stuck with me. That's like my first association with this movie is when he bites awesome. Otis's face off. It's so good. More on that in a second. So with the girl, he stomps on her. That one, I think, is a little weak. Like, the car flip is great, but the, um... Well, he doesn't even flip the car. He just shakes it <laughs> until she gets out. The Jeep? No, he knocks it over. Does he flip the Jeep all the way over? Yeah. I thought he just shook it until well, she got out. He it down, but he tilts it on its side. Okay. Like, he goes all the way over. Um, but, uh... She, I, I thought. Anyway, ugh, maybe not. But, um... I don't think so. I, I think so, but, uh... That Jeep, um, the Jeep is very 2006 as well. It's got the, the, it's like a red Jeep with like yellow and orange flame decals. Yeah, it's great. Um, a lot of dated stuff in this movie. But anyway, when he stomps on her, the underside of her, like there's a squib, but like not the top. It's kind of silly, but like, uh, it looks Well, yeah, because it's like when you step on a ketchup packet, the, the ketchup shoots out the side, you know? He stomped on her, so her fucking blood and- not the bottom. It's so quick. It comes out from like under her and on off off to the side. Like it shoots out the side of her. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like a ketchup packet, which is sort of funny. Yeah, that yeah, that's what he does. He steps on her like she's a ketchup packet, and yeah. and her and her fucking blood and guts squirt out. Mm-hmm. It's it's 
it's brief. You know, they obviously did just have like a squib lying under her and they just pre- and like burst it. Um, I think that one's fun. I think it's fun. I'd like to see a version where like her side gets torn open and bursts out. Yeah. So, you know, like, but it is, it was, it was it's a fun, but yeah, they would have had to, they would have had to do, they would have had to do a cut for that. They wouldn't have been able to, cause in the, the way they have it now, they can just have it be like one, one shot in one action, you know, cause the squib is, is lying under her. But then um, we end with the Otis one. Or we, yeah. The, we peak with the Otis one. Um, yes. And he picks, he picks up, there's just, who's the bad nurse. Yeah, he picks him up and he just takes a bite right out of his face. He just bites he, his head. In he half. basically like unhinges his jaw, which is yeah, we, like a ball python. Great, yeah. The Sasquatch like unhinges his jaw, and the the little attention to detail I love is that he puts his lower jaw like into Otis's mouth, so he's like. So when he he b- just bites the top half of his head off, and when he drops him, like he's still his lower jaw is still there, and it looks good. it looks fantastic. Like, it, it is a wonderful makeup. It is a great effect. So, fun fact: um, the guy who plays Otis looked mm. him up, and would you believe it? He he went out of acting, stayed in the industry though, and moved into makeup. And practicals, and interesting. What he was most recently head of makeup in what Renfield? No way. Yeah, Otis was Otis. Otis the nurse. No fucking yeah, way. Yeah, that right is on, insane. Right like he, uh, he was. Uh, yeah. So it's um the guy who played Otis is uh uh, uh Christian T- Tinsley. And Christian Tinsley, uh, yeah, most recently, uh, head of makeup. On Renfield. On Renfield. He was also head of makeup in A Man Called Otto, Emancipation, Perry Mason, Detective Pikachu, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Wow, okay. You know, like, he's... So it's not... So it sounds like he's, like... Ma- like hair, like heron, like heron makeup department and probably not, like, creature effects makeup... Almost all of these, he is he is the makeup department head. Like, okay, yeah. So, so like, managing and producing like the whole makeup department. Um, okay, and like fucking Westworld season one, uh, Fury the Equalizer. Like my dude has been like wow killing it. Like those are all good for Otis. Great makeup. So he's 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 like really slimy in this. He's he's great. I think he's one of the better characters because he's like. Such a fucking, what'd you say? He did Gamer. Oh, he did Gamer, the fucking Gerard Butler one. Yeah, crank High Voltage. Oh, Crank High Voltage rules. Fast and Furious. Like, yeah, my dude is like, my dude moved into makeup in a big way, and he's been like, just killing it. Bug? Oh, the uh, yeah. the one with Michael Shannon? So it's, always, it's always fun to like see someone like, and, and how their career like kicked off um like bug was acting bug was before this wasn't it yeah because like honestly i find like special so he was all so he was already way cooler than acting well yeah but i mean again like all these movies you're listing don't have like notable like notable like creature makeup like he's doing like standard standard like makeup he's not he's not doing like like, blood guts and damage and master commander like you know there's like all the people who was splinters and stuff and it's it's pretty cool so, 
but yeah, no, like uh, not. So if he stuff, so if he did like if he did like bug and shit, then that means he was doing makeup before this too. So he just briefly dipped his toes well, into acting. I wouldn't be surprised if he pro- if like his he did his own face like being ripped off and stuff. I um, we can we can I, check. But... I, I, again, these are different types of of makeup in in film. These are handled by different departments. So mm-hmm. I would. Well, Bug was also two thousand six. So I was. Okay, so around the same time. For some reason, I thought Bug was like two thousand two or two thousand three. Uh, the Triple um, X. Oh, Triple Harbor, X. You're going to two thousand. See, actor only two credits. What What's the other one? This and what else? He plays belligerent man in the movie Felon in 2008. Oh, wow. Wow, wow yeah. All right. Um, the classic Felon. Wow, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think. Uh, I guess, oh, well, in addition to the other kills, there's the Bigfoot kill. Oh, yeah. Because the Bigfoot is chasing after our uh, protagonists, uh, one of the final surviving uh, co-eds, and the... Uh, uh, our, our and Preston, yeah, is Preston. Well, um, at this point, he's had to leave his wheelchair behind. Yes, um, and his army crawling around or army's... being or being dragged. Yeah, he's clambering. Um, but they, he clambers into the car and they're driving off, and or they they attempt to drive, but they see that the Bigfoot has picked up the back end of the car, and it's a it's a rear wheel drive station wagon. So uh, it's only so it's not going anywhere. And he says, "Wait, take your foot off." the gas and then before she can or does the bigfoot drops the car sending them careening down the hill <laughs> into wow. a tree very clever very fun it hits the tree she flies out of it he does not i guess he was wearing a seat belt and um he sort of crawls down and uses the gas uh he puts the well he puts the car in reverse then he uses the gas to reverse into the bigfoot and hit the bigfoot against a tree and the Bigfoot already had an axe on his back from Otis. Yeah. So the axe pushes all the way through the chest of the Bigfoot <laughs> as it's being mashed against the tree. And it's awesome. Totally fucking head-ass way to kill the Bigfoot, but it's great. Head-axe way. Head-axe. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, it And it just through. goes to show that Otis wasn't entirely useless, even though he did get his face bitten off. If he hadn't... Uh, his death meant something. His death meant something. Even though he didn't deserve it. Yep. He was more useful in death than in life. Yeah. And uh, we, we cut back later and we see that the Bigfoot is no longer there. And oh, my like, God. Oh, my God. The axe head went all the way through this fucking thing. Um, how, how is it still alive? And then we find out. It might not be. But there's more Bigfoots. I mean, I think... What, do you think the other Bigfoots came back and took its body? Yeah. They bury their dead. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> that's not the way i read that but uh i kind of like that better i also don't think that's the way that they intended it i think that their intention is that the bigfoot is still alive i don't know if they had Um, but yeah let's let's go with but uh well i mean they they did for the bigfoot being gone they had intent behind that um but i think that their intent was that oh he's still alive like michael myers which is then funny because then on top of that it's like oh there's not just still that one bigfoot out there but oh my god there's actually a ton of them yeah because we we look back we have the cops they look up at the trees and they say oh my god and the camera pulls back and it filling the trees big feet yeah and well we just see their 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 eyes eyes. um when the silhouettes yeah 
but they're like coming up over the trees they look like they're like 40 feet tall yeah they're they're real big yeah and like Again, the size is totally inconsistent. inconsistent, unless... It was a baby. A ba- It was a baby. Yeah. <laughs> and the real big feet are, like, really huge. See, I've, I feel like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a fun final shot to have, just have, like, all of these eyes opening in the darkness and, like, oh, my God, there's, like, 50 Sasquatches. But it's, like... If they were, if there was fifty fucking Sasquatches out there, this town would not exist. The, everybody in town would have been eaten by a Bigfoot like <laughs> fucking forever ago. Like, how is there this whole city worth of Sasquatches living out here in this fucking in the wilderness? But it does, you know, leave us open for uh, abominables the sequel oh yeah let's get james cameron on the line that's what i'm saying me walking into fucking uh does sci-fi still exist yeah i think they changed the, how they spell it but i think the sci-fi channel still exists me walking into sci-fi breaking into a board meeting they say who the fuck are you and how did you get past security i walk up to the whiteboard i pick up a marker i i erase what's written on there they say hey you can't do that those are our financial reports where's where's security and i just and i write abominable on the whiteboard and underline it and they say what And I say, hold on. And I draw an S at the end and then two lines through it. So it's a dollar sign. And they say, who are you? What are you talking about? You say, I'm a genius. And I say, abominables. And they say, we didn't make that movie. We just aired it. You're in the wrong office building. No, really? They say, what? What What are you talking about? What is that? And what, you don't remember the Sasquatch film Abominable from uh, how many years ago now? Uh, I'm having trouble doing math. Like 17 years ago? Mm-hmm. Faded from black. A, a tired Jeffrey Combs. <laughs> yeah, he survived He survived, somehow. exactly, yeah. Like, starts, starts regaling us with the tales of the first one. Again, man, movies are back, so Bigfoot should be back, too. I agree. Let's bring Bigfoot back. I want to, yeah, let's let's do this again, but I want to see a lot of these big-toothed mm-hmm. bastards. Speaking of things from 2006 that I want to see come back, low-riding pants mm. with high-top uh, shirts. I, you like you like midriff. You like seeing some midriff. The midriff is good. I, yeah. I'm a big fan. Uh, all of the, the bachelorettes uh, are, are sporting... The, the the cargo pants with the low yeah the low the low rise pants yeah the low rise pants with, with a the, little all bit. the midriff and you know what it looks trashy and I'm super here for it can we please bring that back it's coming back man like yeah, the yeah. 2000s are coming back around it's it's you know there's there's that 20 year nostalgia cycle you know the 90s nostalgia is dead now we're getting nostalgia frosted tips are going to be coming back I think bring it. <laughs> Uh, flame decal. I think we're gonna start seeing more flame decals on cars again. Sweet. Um, and yeah, low rise pants and uh, that cabin kangaroos. That Oakley. that really yeah, cabin kangaroos, Oakleys. Um, I and, said rapping kangaroos, but also oh, that. Um, I'm I was gonna say um, uh, that fucking like really shiny lip gloss. Um, 
All yeah, Bigfoot. Bigfoot's coming back too. Let's put some. Let's put some low rise jeans on Bigfoot. Yeah. What do you think about Bigfoot and Bigfoot and low rise jeans? Frosted some... tip Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, all right. And lip gloss. Hold up. Let him cook. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> so we need to put we need to put Bigfoot in some low rise jeans. We need to frost up those tips. Fro- let's fro- let's frost the mustache too. Yeah, refined. And, uh, and yeah, get some, just like, let just fucking lather him up in that really like super shiny lip gloss. Are you ready for the, the best part though? Uh-huh. Babes. Oh. So Real that's, big feet. Yeah. That's a little bit later though. That's a little bit later, I think. Not too much, babe. Yeah, I guess not too much. Yeah. yeah two, no, 2006, you're right. Yeah. That would have been, yeah. 2006, yeah. 2008. No, you're right. Yeah. Let's. Yeah, let's put him. Let's put him in some babes. Yeah, dude. Holy shit, man! What a beautiful creature. I think we did. Bigfoot's it. looking good. Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. We got it. We we did it. We solved Bigfoot. How would let's rate this movie? Yeah, I think it's I think it's time. I don't, I don't think I have anything else to talk about. Uh, mm. Oh wait, one other thing before we rate. Okay. Otis, a big plot point. Otis leaves for a while so that our protagonist can be Mr. Rear Window, mm-hmm. um, and he's not looking after uh, he's not looking after him. And but Otis goes back into town because he's supposed to be making his special drink, his smoothie, his yeah. smoothie. But with so- he has to, he forgot soy milk. milk, yeah, and he, so he forgot soy milk. And you think you kind of get the vibe that he did it intentionally to be like, ah, fuck this guy because he's know? a fuck. Yeah, because Otis but, is a fucking asshole. Otis is an asshole. And he's like, yeah, he's, real milk is fine. And he's like, oh, because they only just got there and they did, there wasn't anything in the fridge before. Um, so, uh, but, but he's allergic, can't have it. So he has to go back into town just to get some fucking soy milk. And uh, he's gone for like hours. Hours. They never explain that. No. Just yeah. I guess well, I mean, he around. comes back with the vodka. A vodka, a bottle of vodka, a vodka, and it's it's already been opened when we see him pull it out of the bag. So I get the feeling that he was just back in town, sitting in the car, just like drinking, <laughs> being like, "I don't want to go back to that fucking wheelchair loser." Yeah, that fucking nerd. his fucking traumatized about his fucking dead wife. <laughs> God, we haven't talked about the dead wife stuff in this movie. It was full of dead wife stuff. We can just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, Nothing new. Classic dead uh, wife stuff. The you're getting yeah. You know uh, where I'm going. Milky vodka. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he he just pours like vodka into soy milk. Yeah, and offers it to the protagonist, and he's like, "Nah, I'm good." And he's like, "All right, you're a loss." And he just starts like throughout the movie. Just drinking. well, yeah. Through like the rest of that evening, he's drinking milk. vodka in soy milk. Weird. Just absolutely. I would rather just like drink it straight from the bottle yeah it's like, like a, how and also he was at the store like how did like if you if you needed a mixer why did you not get some fucking orange juice or something while you're also soy milk really otis this is why you get your face bitten off yep that raises one last question okay it's really important tease yeah we have a new drink what do you call it Vodka and soy milk. What do you what do you name it? I was thinking, you know, there's a white Russian. Yeah, I was also going in the direction of white Russian. What were you thinking? Just a white disappointment. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel mm, I'm I'm not quite getting there. There's something there's something about like uh, 
liberal uh white white liberal that's what it is oh white white liberal, white liberal. That yeah that's what it is white <laughs> that's liberal that's pretty good yeah that's pretty good I, oh. I got myself there yeah i was yeah. overthinking it yeah no i like that so yeah so uh soy milk and uh and vodka, vodka. Is, a, is a white is yeah. a white liberal i like that and uh you know for a bit of a twist on the formula you could do almond milk and vodka and call it a neoliberal hey there you go yeah, yeah. that's good <laughs> And then there's a, a YouTube video of a guy, uh, it's called something like, I tried a white liberal and got a picture of him soy facing. Because <laughs> soy milk. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, it's perfect. Damn, great, we did it. We, we did, did it. it. All right, now we can write. All right. We're free. Um, yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not under, again, like, I have a lot of nostalgia for this movie, um, but I'm not under any pretenses that it's like, you gotta go out and watch this one. Um, it, it is on Amazon Prime, uh, on Freevee with ads, if you're so inclined, um, you know, if you want, like, a couple of, like, really good, like, practical effects, uh, in an otherwise pretty boring movie, go for it, but, uh, uh, I don't know. I had fun talking about Bigfoot. Uh, it's three out. It's three out of five. Three out of five. <laughs> yeah. That is fair. Um, I don't. I think with the pacing, I, mean, I got to give it a point alone just for Lance Henriksen. Henriksen and uh, Jeffrey Combs. and Jeffy and Jeffy Boy. And the props are really good. The the, the makeup and practicals and kills are are really fun. Um, and it's a squatch movie, which is already going to be pretty great. So I'm I'm torn between a two point five and a three. I think uh, two point five is pretty fair uh, for this movie, but uh, I mean it's not hurting anybody. I'll give it a three. <laughs> Fuck it. Why not? Begrudging. Why shouldn't I give it a three? <laughs> and why not? And why not? And why not? <laughs> why shouldn't I give Abominable a three? <laughs> it's not hurting anybody. Who's to stop me? <laughs> Fuck it. Certainly I not I. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a unanimous three out of five <laughs> for Abominable, uh, and I I hope you enjoyed this filler episode of the podcast. I did. I had a good time. I, I had a good time. Uh, I, it's probably not as interesting as a lot of the movies we talk about, but you know we're here. And here's the thing: no matter how you feel about cryptids, no matter how they. Or uh, about cryptids existing, you got to admit they're fun as hell. Yeah, cryptids are great. And I'm look, Bigfoot is out there, and he's he's coming for you. Mm-hmm. So stay out of the woods because he he's out there, and he will get you. Um, Just like me. Yeah. Uh, next week, Ben. Next week, we're doing Bo is afraid for real. Ben will be back. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe afraid. And may be afraid. We may all be afraid. Uh, so, yes, for real, Bo is afraid next week, we promise. Um, so so come back then. Um, I did refill the sponsor shelf. Oh, look so, at this, the sponsor shelf. It refilled itself. <laughs> with, with, uh... Rhymes, I guess. Yeah, with blood magic. With blood magic. Um, and only that. Definitely not your help. Or in the, your blood... Oh yeah, I mean That's I how you refilled the shelf. Yeah, I did the blood magic to refill the sponsor shelf. I invoked the proper rights and yeah, rituals. It was, it was starting to look a little a little wan. It was starting to look a little thin and frail. And, and know, now it it's been 
it hadn't been like appearing in my dreams as much lately or threatening us and you can't have that and now it's positively bursting with sponsors yeah and and threats and and rage and often the two are one in the same (laughs) (laughs) true speaking of this week is brought to you by handsome dracula he is uh you know you might be in a codependent relationship with him god yeah that should have been the sponsor last week yeah um but he looks so good you can't blame him handsome dracula so good so handsome so dracula so dracula uh okay that'll do it for us this week if you like the show leave us a five star rating on apple podcasts or wherever you're listening to this if you can leave a rating do it it really helps us. Uh, we appreciate that. We don't advertise this show like at all, so we are word of mouth <laughs> based only. So leaving Our good words, to leaving your mouth. leaving reviews and <laughs> ratings does actually help. Um, so we appreciate that. You can also support us on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/PodPeoplePod. Shout out to our honorary Pod boys, Sam, Zach, and Micah. All the love. Um, Discord access at the five and ten dollar tiers on Patreon. You can get in our Discord and uh, talk to us about uh, Sasquatches. I'll I'll gladly. Oh, I'll hoe down. I'll gladly hoe down on some Sasquatch. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. Um, or or cryptids in general. Um, so yeah, that's that's at Patreon. Um, you know we're on Twitter, uh, but we didn't pay for a blue check or nothing. So. And maybe much. Elon Musk will pay for it for you. Yeah, yeah maybe he will. If, maybe if I at him enough from the podcast account and yell at him, he'll give us a free blue check mark. Not that I'd want one. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> um, what only... I mean if he's offering. Mm, still no, I don't still think not. so. Um, but uh, uh, you can also uh, check out our letterbox page at letterbox.com slash podpeoplepod where you'll find a list of all the films we've talked about on the show with our average ratings and links to those reviews. You can find me on Twitter at some spooky snake and streaming monthly on Twitch at twitch.tv slash some spooky snake. Uh, fuck Twitter. I've been saying it way before it was cool. Uh, you can find me on... Yeah, but you watch fucking YouTube deep lore succession videos, so you're not really one to wow, talk. Wow, way to out me like that. Jesus Christ, I didn't even mention that. Um, uh, I know, we were talking about it before. Yeah, but we can be, yeah, yeah, you can't blame me, though. I've been I've been hankering for Succession. Succession is the best show on television so right I just, now. I've been watching some stupid YouTube videos on Succession just while painting in the background just to get a drip feed. Just to get your drip of feed of, of just, the... Of the Roy's. The Roy's, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, it's so good. Anyway, um, uh, uh, fuck, what was it? What was I saying? Um, also, Succession, not a sponsor. But, uh, uh, anyway, you can find me mm. on, uh, our, you know, working for Dread XP. Uh, so go to the Dread XP Discord. Uh, we do movie nights on, uh, Fridays and Saturdays, and sometimes just throughout the week. We're in there hanging out, you know, publicly, on the public side. And now you've got a perfect movie to bring to movie night. Just might, actually. Yeah, and then uh, uh, yeah, and of course all of the games Dragsby makes, I you know work on them in some capacity. So it's pretty cool. I saw that uh, that the Mortuary Assistant is on Switch now. Yeah, we're on the Switch. Go play That's it. Exciting. If you got a Switch, Mortuary Assistant is a great great choice for that. I mean, they all are. I mean, Sucker for Love is like prime for the Switch. Also, Spookware is coming to the Switch. Too, and I think that's oh, that's where it's all. I, I thought it. I thought they were. That was already out on Switch. Not yet. No. Or maybe it just released. 
I don't know. I thought I saw in the Discord that that and Mortuary Assistant both came out on Switch at the same time, but maybe I'm um, right. I don't know. I don't work for no, the I, company. I think so. you're right, though. <laughs> I, I hardly pay attention. I, I'm, I'm more work focused on the stuff that's being made than the yeah. stuff that's getting released these days. All right. Well, uh, thanks, th- again. thanks for listening. And don't forget, he he's out there. Proud feet. They call me Sasquatch. Please check the watch. This is Bigfoot. Don't get it shook. Out in Japan, they call me Godzilla. Up in Africa. Gorilla, Michael Joe Jackson, used to call me Thriller, all my enemies, swear I'm Attila, Vietnam dead, burn down your villa, Captain Crunch screams, out in Oak Town, I'm a fucking pirate, think I'm Rodney King, we can start a riot, to a fat bitch, I'm a fucking diet, you in solitary, I'm peace and quiet, this a nightmare, on Elm Street, just to run away, where the pimps be, you's a thirsty man, I'm so empty, at your funeral, no sympathy, they call me Sasquatch, please check the watch, this is Bigfoot, don't get it shook, out in Japan, they call me Godzilla, up in Africa, King Kong Gorilla, the encounters are terrifying. It was all hairy uh, from head to toe. Thousands have reported seeing this beast. We just gotta see it to believe it. The evidence has been elusive until now. They call me Sasquatch. Please check the watch. Please check the time. I'm like Turpentine.